Done with frizz? Say goodbye to that poof. Repel humidity and tame those flyaways. One drop, frizz stops with John Frieda Frizzy Serum. Your hair talks and frizz never interrupts. John Frieda Frizzy Serum. One drop, frizz stops. Only from John Frieda. Want to make your blonde blonde? Sheer Blonde Go Blonder Collection by John Frieda lightens and brightens hair to full shades to give you your best blonde every day. Your hair talks. Make a statement with Sheer Blonde Go Blonder Collection. Only from John Frieda. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Clippers podcast brought to you by SeatGeek. I'm your host, DJ Foster. Wow, guys, it's been a long time. I uh, kind of disappeared off the radar there for, gee, it's been a couple weeks now. I'm sorry for those of you that reached out wondering what was going on that I'm just just getting around to a new episode. Uh, some news on that front. This will be my last episode as your host of Locked On Clippers. The podcast will continue. Uh, and it will continue in the spirit that it was meant to when it was originally created. Uh, Lucas Hahn, who is the editor of SBNation.com, highly intelligent, incredibly capable, um, has a much better voice than me. <laughs> he's going to be awesome. He's stepping in. He's taking over uh, the podcast. He is the host of the um, the Clips Nation podcast, and he'll also be doing the Locked On Clippers podcast. Uh, five days a week, the way that, that it's supposed to be. Um, unfortunately for me, time commitments just became a huge issue. Um, I'm coaching a basketball team. I'm doing the Fox Sports stuff. I just have a whole lot going on right now in my life, and it's just really hard for me to, to bang out five episodes a week. Um, so I'm stepping aside. Lucas is taking over. This is for the best, trust me. Um, he's he's going to be incredible again. He's a guy who's followed the Clippers, watched every single game, very smart basketball mind. Um, it's just, it's a young man's game. <laughs> I've always said that about blogging. I think it's kind of true about podcasting in a lot of ways. Not to say that I'm some, you know, old guy, but to, to really do five shows a week and to watch every game and to be into it and to give you guys the, the insight uh, that you deserve, Lucas is, is the guy for this, and he's going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, last show, kind of sad, I gotta say. I've had a lot of fun doing these. Um, you know, we've had we've had some good moments, had some interesting guests. It's really fun reconnecting with all the, the Clipper blog guys, and you know, doing shows all the time. Jordan Heimer, and Andrew Hahn, and Charlie Widows, and Justin Verrier. I, I really loved having those guys on the show, and it, it's been a lot of fun. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. I'll miss talking to you guys and taking your questions and everything, but good things are ahead for the podcast, and who knows, I may pop in every once in a while and say hello. Um, that's enough about me. Let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Clippers here. So, obviously not going to recap the last 10 games, whatever it is. I think the last podcast we did was after the win against Orlando. 
Uh, some crazy things have obviously happened since then. Blake Griffin with the knee injury is going to be out for a little while longer. Chris Paul finally returned uh, back from his hamstring injury and looked good in his return. No projected minutes restriction uh, for tomorrow night against Houston. That's good. So Chris Paul is back. It was a temporary little scare. I think we kind of saw a glimpse of what uh, Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, uh, free team would be, and it was it was really scary. The Clippers are on a four-game losing streak. It's the longest of the season. Um, some very winnable games, even without Chris and Blake. The, the loss to Dallas, especially, and then the, uh, the loss to New Orleans last night, Wednesday night. Um, there's no way this team should really be 22-12. and 12. When you look at it, they're one of, I believe it's four teams that have a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense um, at this point in the season. And there were so many winnable games that were just by two points. The Dallas loss, um, the Indiana losses even, uh, the Memphis loss with the Gasol, Oklahoma City earlier in the season. I mean, these are a lot of games. Brooklyn, I mean, that one especially. These were a lot of games. Um... That the Clippers could easily win. Dallas, Los Angeles, Denver, New Orleans. That stretch a couple weeks ago, you would have said, man, it's it's really disappointing if the Clippers don't sweep that. And instead they get swept. Um, here's the thing. Unless the Clippers are at full strength, I don't know how much it matters. This is still... I don't, I don't want to de-emphasize the regular season. This is still... A team that when they're fully healthy, when everyone's playing, um, is one of the best teams in the Western Conference. As long as the Clippers can secure home court advantage, which is suddenly looking a little tougher than they did a couple weeks ago. As long as they can secure one of those top four spots, preferably a number two or a number three spot, uh, they'll be in good shape. Avoid the Warriors for as long as possible. We've said this, I've said this plenty of times on the podcast. Avoid the Warriors for as long as possible and get home court, and the regular season is a success. Uh, Just kind of plain and simple. Of course, the teams in the West aren't going to make it really easy, are they? We got Houston, who is just their offense is as incredible, maybe more incredible than I I could have imagined. Um, Harden is killing it as point guard. It's going to be really interesting to see the Clippers take on the Rockets uh, for the first time this year. I don't know if the Clippers are going to have uh, their James Harden stopper for that game with J.J. Redick. He's dealing with a sore hamstring as well. We'll see if he's active, but it'll be a good test for the Clippers, especially defensively. Houston puts a lot of pressure on you, the way they run, the amount of threes that they shoot. Um, The Clippers have traditionally at least... The last couple of years defended James Harden really well. Um, Redick has done an awesome job at that. And they've really kind of done fairly well against the Rockets. Of course, you know, they had the playoff series, what was that, three years ago? Um, but in regular season matchups, the Clippers tend to get the best of this one. Uh, no Blake will be a challenge, but Chris is back. He's healthy. He's looking pretty good. Um, if Austin can continue you know, to have some good scoring nights. You kind of need all hands on deck. You kind of need both Jamal and Austin to be hot to to keep pace with the Rockets with the way they score, but it's going to be an interesting game. So the Clippers get Houston, and then 
Oklahoma City in a back-to-back, and then their next home game is in the new year, 2017, uh, January 2nd against the Phoenix Suns against Eric Bledsoe. If you want to go see that game, you should visit SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest and easiest way to find tickets for the games you want to see up close and in person this season, and you should want to see Eric Bledsoe in person because he's the greatest. There's nothing like being in the game for the biggest plays of the year, and with SeatGeek, it's never been easier to get the seats you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit, whether that's courtside, the club seats, or the upper level. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats for any game this season. And there are tickets, plenty of good, affordable tickets for Clippers Phoenix January 2nd. With SeatGeek, you always get the best deal on every ticket because SeatGeek price compares for you by searching multiple ticket sites. Prices can vary depending on where you shop, but SeatGeek will always find you the lowest available price. Plus, every ticket you buy on SeatGeek is backed by their 100% guarantee. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Here's what you got to do to get your $20 rebate. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab, and click add a promo code. Enter that promo code LOCLIPPERS and SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOCLIPPERS today. Uh, I think I might go to that Clippers Phoenix game. Just as a fan. Not go cover it media or anything. Not feel that pressure. Just go. Just maybe get a seat in the 300s. Grab a seat for 10 bucks. Pay more for parking than I do from a ticket. Go see Eric Bledsoe. One of my calls earlier this year, maybe I guess we can revisit some of these. One of my calls earlier this year was Phoenix over 30 wins. They are 9-23. and 23. It's, not, it's not looking great right now for Phoenix over 30. Uh, maybe they'll get it going, though. Maybe I should have figured. 9 and 23. Doesn't it feel like the Lakers are a lot better than 12 and 23, by the way, for all the talk about the Lakers? And I know they just beat the Clippers on Christmas. I'm perfectly aware of that fact. Uh, it, it sure feels like for all the Lakers talk in Los Angeles, you'd think they'd be a lot better than 12 and 23. I know they've gone on in like a recent losing streak. Man, that's a lot of talk for a team that's that's 17 games back of the Warriors. I don't get it. People always say that Los Angeles is always going to be a Lakers town, and they're right. And it's it's kind of frustrating. Not that there's anything really great to talk about with the Clippers right now. With, you know, Blake Hurt and with nothing really mattering a whole lot until the postseason. But, geez. Just the... the you go up there, you drive up there, you turn on sports radio, just Lakers, 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 Lakers. Non-stop. I wonder if they'll ever move. Steve Ballmer said he'll die before they move, so probably not. Maybe they could move to just like a different, a different arena in a different pocket of Los Angeles. Like, I'm not real familiar with L.A. geography. Move them somewhere, like like an hour away driving, which is like two miles. And kind of like you know how Anaheim has the Ducks and the Angels. Don't move the Clippers to Anaheim, but move them somewhere where they just they just gotta get out. 
I gotta get out. I know my my Los Angeles people won't love that, but they once the Staples Center leases up, they gotta get their own stadium. I don't think it's gonna make a huge difference with fan base and all that, and you know all the media attention. It's it's always gonna be Lakers, Lakers, Lakers all the time. Um, but anything you can do to sort of separate yourselves, I think, is is probably. Probably the smart way to go at this point. Oh, Clippers. I wish they were still here in San Diego. I wasn't alive for that. I would have loved that, though. Bill Walden was calling a UCLA game the other night. I was just thinking, man, how different would things be? Bill Walton never gets hurt, and he gets to San Diego perfectly healthy. Maybe maybe the Clippers are a playoff team in San Diego. They generate a bunch of money. They stay. And then they they end up like the Chargers and just be awful all the time. It's not depressing. Don't be depressed. Don't be sad. Everything's fine. Oh, I am gonna miss you guys. Thank you. Uh, I'd I'd be remiss not to thank everyone for all their support. Um, your rankings on iTunes, your reviews on iTunes, uh, tweeting out the the podcast, retweeting. All that good stuff, man. Uh, all your notes, all your emails. They, I, I've said this before. They, they mean everything to me, honestly. The the whole reason I did this wasn't for, you know, any paycheck or thinking it was going to lead me to some cool career as a radio voice or some podcast extraordinaire that, that gets 500,000 downloads an episode or anything like that. I just wanted to do it and kind of reconnect with with the fan base that I love um, and in in that regard I think the the podcast succeeded greatly because I got to talk with you guys and and chat with you guys and really just kind of this this was the most fun I've had as a Clippers fan in a long time uh, doing this podcast and watching games so thank you guys so much for all your support give Lucas Hahn all the same great support that you gave me. Um, again, you're going to love this kid. He's He is so smart and so in tune with the team. And just, man, you're going to really enjoy the podcast. So keep tuning into the Locked On Clippers podcast. Um, don't be a stranger. I'm on Twitter at FoxSportsFoster. Uh, you can also email me, FosterDJ3 at gmail.com. Thank you to, to you guys who were, I kind of left hanging on a ledge, not letting you know what's going on. Everything's fine. The show's in good hands. Uh, I won't be back, but the show will be back soon enough. Um, thank you guys again for all your support. For the last time, this is DJ Foster signing off for the Locked On Clippers. Enjoy your day.